right. Well, welcome back to Inside the Coach's Brain podcast. Uh, this week we have unceremoniously kicked Kent out of the out of the booth, like we kicked Nate out last week. Um, in a perfect world, it'd probably just be me. You guys could just listen to me talk. But uh, we have. I'm not sure it's a bright idea, but we invited Nate back in, and uh, Nate, say hi. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. So, you know, we had to get Nate in here because I feel like today's topic, we're going to go over something that shows up a lot on the internet, and it's probably some stuff he trolls around on. Uh, yeah, I've been known to troll. <laughs> been known to troll. Down to, it's not down to clown, it's... Uh, <laughs> DTT, down to troll. Down to troll, all right. Um, what you been up to last week, Nate? Oh, just, uh, you know, I've, I've listened to a few podcasts. Uh, um, I, I listened to the, uh, episode eight of inside the coach's brain, the Ocho, the Ocho <laughs> rolling, roll into the new web today, kids. Yeah. Episode zero, zero nine. Um, but you know, other than that, just doing some fitness things, getting people fit, getting people fit. All right. Um, I like that. I feel like my audio is going in and out here, guys. So if you can't hear anything of this while you're driving down the road later next week, just know it was good. It was it was amazing. <laughs> it was, great great point, Justin. It was amazing. Every now and then, Nate's just going to go, ah, mm-hmm. I, I concur. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to say, awesome. So today we're going to, I think, dive into a, would you call this a touchy subject? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's a touchy subject for some people. Okay. Would you think it's touchy for those particular people? For, first of all, when you say those people, who are we referring to? Uh, sometimes people uh, um, have their identities tied to certain things. And, and uh, um, let's say maybe they have uh, um, some reason to believe certain things because it benefits them maybe financially. Um, so maybe those are the people that would be hurt by this conversation i feel like i feel like there's a lot of tiptoeing there <laughs> i'm not you know I, I'm, I'm trying to I, i'm trying to uh, reverse back from my trolling ways after listening to the the first few minutes of episode eight I, I felt personally attacked so i think i need to scale back my uh, um well, we could have been talking about anyone <laughs> well you were talking about me you mentioned me by name so I could be talking about anybody right did, now. But. Did we actually mention you by name? Oh, absolutely. I had, I had uh, a couple of members, I won't name any names, uh, that texted me and said, you need to listen to the new pod. You, uh, uh, there were some shots fired. I, I like it. <laughs> means, that, means, that means we have listeners. That means, exactly. Yeah. You, just, you have to say really inflammatory stuff and just see if it comes back to you. Yeah. That way, you, it's a test to see if anybody's no, actually I guess no, no press is bad press. Yeah, exactly. You know, type of thing. Yeah. Can, you, know. you won't believe what Justin said on episode nine <laughs> of Inside the Coach's Brain. I can't believe he went there. He started saying that beer was bad. <laughs> just all beer. It's yeah. just bad. He's, he's it just came at hard after IPAs. Said so anybody that drinks IPAs is basically just a snob. They don't actually like the way it tastes. They just do it because they. You it's know, all. It's all pretend for the gram. It's actually. It's just pretentiousness. Pretentious. <laughs> all right. So sidetracked a little there. Um, so today we are going to debunk some uh, common. Jim myths, right? You guys will, you'll recognize some of these things. You've heard them. A lot of you have even probably said them to me. I know Nate's heard them. We hear them frequently um, in conversation. And it's a shame because some of these are, if you actually thought about it, they're 
they're actually pretty dumb, but there are things that penetrate into the world of health and fitness and have stayed around for a long time. Somebody somewhere said them and it's stuck forever. There are a lot of things in life that are these like sort of colloquialisms that uh, people Wait, just say. Hang on. Write that down. Colloquialisms? <laughs> <laughs> that people just, like you said, people say them enough times that you, that, or, and you hear them maybe from somebody that's in a position of authority from like a teacher or a coach or a doctor and, and they sort of become like just unquestioned and uh, they're actually total BS. Yeah, it was something somebody said at one point in time because it sounded good and it just stuck. And then it got repeated and repeated and repeated and repeated. And here we are. Yep. You know, take a second. Think in your brain, like right now, it's blow your mind. Yeah. Think in your brain of, of a coach or a teacher, even, you know, a parent or somebody when you were young that said something to you and you still do that and abide by that to this day as fact and law when actually it's really nothing. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there, I mean, there were some things that your your parents or your teachers told you. If you did them, you'd go blind. Yeah, and exactly. You know. How many how many years in life did you walk down a sidewalk and not step on a crack? That's I still haven't to this yeah. day. You yeah, because I mean, it's, it's you know, it's better be safe. Exactly. That, that's I uh, <laughs> operate with an abundance <laughs> of caution, just on the off chance that that maybe it is real. Yeah, you know, guys, stay off the cracks, okay? <laughs> um, all right, so Jim myths. Uh, debunked. Um, we're going to start with a pretty common one, especially, you know, kind of in the CrossFit space and the lifting weights, strength and conditioning um, sort of world. And that one's going to be, if I lift weights, I'm going to get huge and bulky. God, wouldn't that be awesome? I know. <laughs> Just to get accidentally jacked. Just, I, you know, I walked you know. in a gym, I picked up that weight and bam. Yeah. Dude, I was huge. It was <laughs> the greatest thing ever. Huge. Like, so... Unfortunately, I'm picking a little bit on this one, but unfortunately, this one, typically you're going to hear this from females because some guy somewhere at some point liked his women to be small, weak, and subservient. So he made this statement and it stuck. Yeah. And women have been preaching it ever since. Yep. And the reality is it's not true. Yeah. Definitely, uh, uh, definitely not true. And it's, it's definitely very pervasive in, uh, um, you know, in lifting culture. And I think, uh, that there's a good Instagram account called you look like a man, which is basically like just like the worst kind of internet trolls, not like me kind of trolls, but actual trolls, um, of just trolling like, you know, fitness women and women in the fitness industry and saying, you know, that the, that they look like men because they have some muscles and the, the, I feel like the, the tendency is to like, you know, someone sees a, a picture of it. it, it no one's going to th think that if I see a picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger and I'm like, if I go into a gym and start lifting some weights, I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I do feel like uh, there's a, there are, you know, probably a, a good amount of women that will look at pictures of like bodybuilder women and say like, Hey, if I lift weights, I'm going to look like that when it's, you know, if you start playing basketball, you're not going to automatically like, you're not going to be able to dunk like LeBron James or, what? crazy uh, um yeah so i mean it's the fact that we would sort of extrapolate that same sort of thought to like if you go into a gym and just lift some weights like you're gonna automatically be like the 0.0001 or to assume that that the women that look like that or the men that look like that don't do that intentionally that they got there by accident yeah been around this for this is i think my second day in this in this space um they didn't get there by accident. Definitely not. It took a lot of work and effort and probably a little over the top 
yep. effort yep. to get there. But you look at the top level CrossFitters, and if you if you want to say like CrossFit is going to make because another thing that and this is not me saying this, this is something that you hear on the internet on Reddit or on YouTube comments. Number one is like those aren't real pull ups, and not a single pull up was done that day. Uh, and the other one is CrossFit makes uh, men look like women and women look like men, and it's you know uh, uh, there are a lot of very fit women in CrossFit that are very low body fat, and they you know look like they have a lot of muscle mass because they're just low body fat but these these girls train probably six seven hours a day six days a week for you know a lot of them have been doing it for 10 years yep. and you going to a, a globo gym or like bailey's or going to a crossfit class like three or four times a week for one hour a day um <laughs> it's not you're doing like maybe one percent of what they're doing yeah that's that is their also their chosen profession mm-hmm. like that that's what they do for a living is yep. work out and you're looking at the ones that are at the peak of their performance the peak of their sport everything else and you're looking at them when they're in peak shape this isn't you know christmas time when they're home and eating cookies this is yeah. it's game time they're at their game and they're in the best possible shape they can possibly be to compete at that level yeah and also they're standing around a bunch of other people that are in shape like that also and they they're, if you trust me, if you ever go to a CrossFit competition, a high level CrossFit competition, show up at the CrossFit games or regionals, what used to be, or something like Wadapalooza or something, most normal people are going to just dwarf yeah. <laughs> every CrossFit athlete. You they're see. little, they're little people. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. I remember, I can remember be thinking about, was, there was an old CrossFit athlete and I, you watched him compete on the floor with guys and he was a monster. He looked like he was just head and shoulders above everybody else. And you're like, God, he's got to be like 6'3 and just jacked. 5'10. I walked up to next to him in a competition and was like, I'm, I got 10 pounds on this guy and yeah. I'm probably two inches taller. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, he's still bigger than me and jacked. But it, he's like, it also makes you kind of feel like trash when you're like bigger, you're bigger and taller than this person and they lift about twice as much weight as you and also are better at everything else. But. Oh, yeah. They're much better athlete and you know, they have better genes and genetics and their parents probably love them more, but that's, you know, so, so I'll throw this back at you. If lifting weights, isn't going to get me bulky, uh, like what is going to get me bulky food, food, <laughs> beer <laughs> needed to pull out the Dwight Schrute meme, uh, lifting weights <laughs> makes women bulky, false <laughs> eating cupcakes <laughs> makes people bulky. Yeah. True. Yeah. So there's, you know, if that's the game you want to go to, right? If you want to get bigger and bulkier in a fitness realm and like strong realm, you're going to have to eat like you want to get bigger. Like your calorie consumption is going to have to go through the roof. You're going to have to lift heavier weights. You're going to have to put in the time, energy, and effort to get there. It's not just going to magically. And you're saying you can't build a house out of nothing if you don't have the bricks? And the the wood. You're gonna probably need some material. Okay. And it's probably gonna still take some time. Got and, it. You know these things. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so uh, kind of piggybacking onto this, if I'm trying to uh, avoid getting bulky, should I just do higher reps, lighter weight for higher reps? So you want to get smaller? Well, I'm saying like, say I, I want to lift weights and I want to get stronger, but I don't want to get bigger. I don't want to build any more muscle. Yeah. yeah let's lift lighter if you don't want to gain any more muscle, <laughs> but it's not going to make you any fitter. Yeah. 
but so I mean, I, I do feel like that that's a that's a common thing that people that women specifically are told that if you don't want to get bulky, you should lift lighter weights for higher reps. When uh, um, that was kind of a, uh, I kind of throw that to you to you not knowing what you're going to say but uh if, if you want to look at if you want to look at what the uh, uh like what the evidence says uh um you can build muscle from 30 percent of your one rep max all the way up to you know to you know 90 percent of your one rep max so um you know lifting lighter weights for more reps isn't necessarily going to spare you building muscle because it might you know like it, it might if you take it you know close enough to failure and the sets are hard enough even if you're doing super high reps like the, that's not going to build lean muscle or longer muscles it's just going to build muscle like heavier weights would correct and it's yeah still still getting you there just going to get you there differently in a different way yeah Yeah, exactly so people that say that are just full of crap basically yeah so if anybody's telling you you know you're going to get huge and bulky from lifting weights lift light and a lot yep they're they're probably full of shit yep so so myth number one myth number one (laughs) debunked so so no, we don't want to get huge and bulky. Now we want to lose weight. Cardio is how you lose weight. Oh, is it? I think, I think so. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. I've heard that if you want to lose weight, you just got to just gotta up the cardio. Just got to do more cardio. You got to get that cardio game going, bro. What if I'm already doing cardio? Oh, no. <laughs> do I just do more cardio? I think it's just more cardio, yeah. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, okay. Just, just do more. <laughs> don't just do more. So, you know, like, so how much cardio are you doing? Uh, me, none. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the hypothetical person that's already doing cardio, say they're doing 30, 35 minutes or, or, you know, an hour of cardio a day. Okay. They can't just add more cardio, right? I mean, they can. Okay. But it's probably not going to be super beneficial as far as, you know, helping them lose body fat. It's probably not. Probably not. It's probably going to take an overabundance of cardio to get them where they need to be. Gotcha. Now, that being said, if you spent eight hours a day on a treadmill running, you're probably going to burn some calories. And <laughs> you're, you're definitely, gonna, you're you're definitely going to lose weight. You're going to waste a way to, you know, you're going to blow through fat yep. and muscle and everything else. Um, most people, that's not the kind of weight they want to lose. Yeah. So Nate, what would they do to lose weight? Uh, so, I mean, you should, you should do your cardio because it's good for your heart. It's good for your lungs. Uh, um, and it has a lot of benefits, but I don't think that like losing weight is the prime benefit of cardio because, uh, a lot of times when you end up doing extra cardio, what do you do also extra? You replace it, you replace it <laughs> and you don't replace it with like, you know, I don't know, like lettuce, you usually <laughs> replace it with foods that are not lettuce. So people tend to, people tend to eat back whatever they do, whatever they do in cardio and calories wise. So it, it ends up kind of a, uh, you know, a lot of times a losing proposition to, to add more cardio or, um, you know, worst case, uh, best case scenario, just a little bit of like a waste of time. Yeah. Prime example on adding it right back in. Think about the last 5k. 10k whatever you went and signed up for and ran what was sitting at the finish line waiting for you an ipa if cold you can't. cold beer bagels bananas no. i've seen pizza you yeah, know you gotta replenish don- those glycogen donuts. yeah <laughs> congratulations you just ran for 30 minutes you burned a grand total of like 260 calories <laughs> your heart rate never got above 100 <laughs> Here's yeah. here's a 400 calorie bagel. Mm. Slam that down with a 300 calorie beer. <laughs> it was it was for a good cause. Yeah. Six uh, packets, six pack of donuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so knowing that and knowing that that's going to be the tendency of most people, like I'd probably say people need to lift more weights and build more muscle. 
Because yeah. if you, you know, say I, I stay the same body weight or my body weight even goes up by a pound, but I put on that pound that I put on is muscle. My body fat percentage has gone down, right? Because I have more muscle relative to fat. And most people probably care more about like what their body looks like, which is going to be probably, uh, uh, you know, a good indicator of your body fat percentage than just like how much you weigh. Most people don't want to just like weigh less, just to weigh less. They want to like maybe see some abs, a little bit of muscle definition. Um, plus, you know, if you have more muscle, like, like what does muscle do? Muscle pulls sugar out of your blood, um, helps you regulate your, uh, um, your blood sugar levels. Um, you know, and it helps you do other stuff too, like get up and down, you know, up and down the stairs, uh, do heavy deadlifts, all this other stuff that cardio isn't necessarily going to help you do. Exactly. So to wrap up muscle, good muscle is good muscle. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, so from first two things there, don't be afraid to gain some muscle. Yeah. Right. It's going to help you. It's going to help your body fat percentage drop your body fat percentage drops. You're going to start looking more aesthetically like you probably want to yeah. versus just lighter. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you know, say, it, you, it, say it, you're, you know, on a submarine and you can only be a certain amount of weight then, or, you know, some, I don't know. you have to be a certain amount of weight for a submarine? Uh, probably. I don't know. Maybe. Say you have to fly. Here's an example. Say you have to fly in a helicopter. Okay. And your company came and told you that you now have to be <laughs> under 220 pounds to be allowed in the helicopter and you live life at 250. This is an extreme. This is a very specific this example very you're coming sp- off up with whole cloth off, here. Off, off the hip oh, here. Okay. So, you know, then yeah, you might need to lose that weight to keep your job. Yeah. That's a very specific example. Yep. We're putting on more muscle might not be yeah. beneficial yeah. at that moment, right? Still, it's, I probably wouldn't just do more cardio. You might just have to like do might, less eating. Yeah. yeah. You might have to fix that one in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's a very hyper, hyper specific example that doesn't affect 99.9% of people. <laughs> All right, here's a, this one I know. I, we included this one on here because I know this one is a hot-button topic for Nate, and he this is one of his trolls, and he just, he'll get going on the internet on this one. So <laughs> hang, on to your, hang on to your shoes for this one. You should stretch before you work out. Okay. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I haven't really, I haven't really engaged in any like stretching controversy in a, in a while. Um, and I, and I don't know that anyone at, uh, Jack's beach really knows my, my thoughts. Cause I just honestly haven't posted about it very much. Cause it's kind of, it's almost, uh, um, you know, it's become sort of mainstream in the, uh, the fitness community now or relatively mainstream that stretching doesn't do a whole lot. So, um, I guess we're gonna have to define our terms and what we mean by stretching. So if we're going to talk about stretching right now, like before you work out, do we mean, we mean static stretching, right? Yeah. We're talking about static bend over, touch your toes. Yeah. Bend over, touch your toes, static stretching, meaning you're holding that lengthened muscle position for a prolonged period of time. Um, so, so, the there there's pretty good evidence that that long held static stretching at uh, um at like pretty high uh um like discomfort levels um is counterproductive before you before you exercise and i think that's kind of been that that's been known for a long time so if you're going to go sprint or you're going to do like a max squat you don't want to like do a hamstring stretch or do a quad stretch for like 90 seconds at a super high intensity because that's going to decrease your ability to produce force but what I would say for most people is the conventional wisdom is like, if, if somebody tells you, Hey, you should stretch. Why, why do they tell you you should stretch Justin? What's their rationale behind telling you that? 
Because you're probably not very flexible. Okay. So why? How? Uh, so if we're gonna if we're gonna uh, uh, assume that flexibility is important for whatever reason, um, which I, I have some disagreements with that, but we'll just go in and say that flexibility is important and it's something that you want to achieve. Being more flexible. What's a What's a better way to become more flexible? And it also has other benefits, like maybe building muscle or developing a skill of a certain movement. Uh, we could spend time working through the range of motion we're trying to achieve. Oh my goodness gracious. So right. hold on. So you're telling me if we're going to do squats rather than doing like, you know, bespoke hamstring stretch, calf stretch, quad stretch, hip flexor stretch. What, hang, what on, hang on, hang on. I didn't know you were going to hate on the calf stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, leave, leave my cat, leave you, the calves, leave, out, of this, right? the calves out of this. So what, what could I do that would stretch all of those joints and lengthen all those muscles whilst increasing my blood flow and getting me to practice the movement? We could probably do a squat. Oh my God. <laughs> what? You, hold on. You mean to tell me you're just going to go into the gym and just bend your knees and your hips and your ankles without warming up? I do it every time I go to the bathroom. Oh my, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just, a. um, it's, it's probably just not super useful. Um, it, not uniquely beneficial versus just practicing the warming up the movement you want to do. If it's something like the movement, super like high skill, like a muscle up, you're not going to warm up by just doing muscle ups, obviously. But if it's something basic, like a squat or a deadlift, you know, just going through that range of motion will prepare all the joints that are going to be used in that movement. Um, and, uh, um, and I think it's probably just a better use of your time. Yeah. So putting yourself and putting your body through some sort of dynamic movement yeah. before you start doing stuff versus just, you know, sitting on the ground and holding yeah. your toes Yeah. while it feels good and you know, yeah. different things. A lot of things feel good, Justin. A lot of things feel good, yeah. right? But it, there is really, there's not really a lot of benefit to the working out. It's not necessarily going to make you more flexible. It's not going to make as... you more flexible. And I mean, what do you want to get more flexible in? The squat? What's the best way to get better at flexibility in the squat? Is just do squats. And you get the benefit of also doing squats. So. Yeah. And you're doing squats. And you're doing squats. Exactly. Cool. Um, the next one we got here, guys, is uh, this one. You know, I, I think in the CrossFit space, we see this a lot. Um, no pain, no gain, right? Basically, what we're saying here is if you're not sore, right, you didn't do anything, right? Soreness is an indicator of progress or soreness is an indicator of a good workout, right? It's like that's not necessarily true, yeah. right? You don't have to get to that point where everything is – you're walking around busted because you worked yourself to that point and now you're broken down. And, yeah. But I'm sore. It worked so good. Can't wait to get that sore again. Yeah. Or, Ah, uh, yesterday's workout wasn't that great. I didn't get very sore. Why didn't you know? There's there's so many variables there. Yeah, I mean, think about it. you. You and your buddies go out and just get super hammered, yeah. and wake up the next morning, and one of your buddies is like, "I feel great," and the other ones are like, "Dude, I'm so hungover. This is amazing." Nobody says that. <laughs> Nobody's like, "Damn, I can't wait to get so hungover." You're like, "I'm never gonna drink again" because like this is awful. Yeah. And when you're debilitatingly sore, like the last thing you want to do is just go work out again, right? Right. You know, say I did all these deadlifts yesterday and, oh man, I'm so good. Yeah. Best. I can't feel my hamstrings yeah. today. My back's so lit. I can't do anything. <laughs> it's like, well, what are you going to do today? Oh man, I took the rest of the month off. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't move. <laughs> so, so one day kind of for 25 days, that's, that's not going to help you progress. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's, uh, uh, what is, what causes soreness? You're the, you're the medical guy. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, um, you know, it, it's not 100% understood what causes DOMS and DOMS is delayed onset muscle soreness. That's like when your muscles are sore. Usually a lot of times it can be a couple days after you work out. Um, but you know, when you do a bunch of squats or a bunch of wall balls, uh, your, your quads are super sore. You do a bunch of deadlifts or hamstrings, glutes, maybe low back is sore. Um, and a lot of times what causes is just, the um, you know, they, they think theoretically is muscle damage. So basically you're, you know, tearing all these individual muscle fibers and the things that are most associated with that are going to be novel exercises, things you haven't done a lot, or, you know, I guess training programs that are novel. So if you go into CrossFit and you haven't done CrossFit before, you've never done squats before, um, that's going to be a novel exercise. You do a bunch of those, you cause a lot of muscle damage and your quads are going to be sore. Uh, but there is a thing called the repeated bout effect where, uh, the second exposure, um, or any subsequent exposure to the same stimulus uh, involves less muscle damage or induces less muscle damage and causes less soreness. So that's why when you first start doing CrossFit, you're like sore as hell all over every single muscle of your body. And then eventually you start to like become a little bit less sore. Uh, and that's one of the benefits there. That's an, you know, an adaptive response. Otherwise we would probably just, you know, <laughs> once you started working out, would you continue to work out as much as you do now? If it, if you got as sore as you did every time the, the first time you worked out, you know, Nate, I'm getting a little older, so I, I do kind of get that sore every time I do the first time I, like the first time I worked out and you know, no, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's that first day after the first time, you know, it was like seventh grade. Yeah. So so trying to remember when that was, but yeah, you walk around and you can't hardly move. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just absolutely brutal. And I remember you have to, it's like sitting down on the toilet. You were like, man, I need the safety bars at my own house here. <laughs> the old hover and drop. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, um, you know, I don't think it's, it's, uh, it's not necessarily like you did anything wrong. A lot of times it's just new exercises or like a new stimulus, but it also does, isn't something you shouldn't, something you don't need to chase. So like, it doesn't mean you got a bad workout if you're not sore and it doesn't mean you got a, like a, a great workout if you are sore, right. it just means you're sore. Right. And like you're saying, it's, you know, it's a new workout. It's a new, it could be as simple as a new rep scheme. Yeah. You know, I know for me that if I'm doing high reps, like continuous sets, the soreness is going to be way worse than if I do, you know, short reps, yep. small reps. If I do, and there's certain movements that are going to pr be prone for soreness, more soreness for each individual, everybody's going to have their different stuff, yep. you know, and go through that. I know, you know, take Dawn, for example, she's never sore. Yeah. It's, it's annoying. You think she, maybe she is sore and she just isn't telling you? it's possible she's she, playing mind games she does like a lot to lie to me yeah so <laughs> there's there's no telling what's going on there i think she uh or she just doesn't know what it is and yeah. it's just she's just she's just built different as they say built different. i don't know <laughs> so you know who knows what it is um so basically, yeah, it, does, it doesn't, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's just a thing. And, and you should gauge your progress in the gym by, you know, how you're feeling, how you're looking, how the weights are moving. If you're able to do more weight for, or for more reps or go faster in your workouts, that means you're making progress. So, um, and think about like the example you gave earlier, the guy that does deadlifts and then has to take a month off. Like that's how many training sessions, if you're training four times a week, that's 15 training sessions you lost there. Um, and that's a lot of opportunity for progress. So if you just went a little, like pull back just a little bit on that first session, you can get more training sessions in. Um, and then, uh, then you'll probably get closer to your goals than the guy that's just cripplingly sore after, uh, that one, one session, that one session. Yeah. This were more, 
this were, this is one example where more will be better, yes. right? More training sessions, yeah. more properly, properly stimulus training sessions. More of them is going to be better than yeah. less of them. Yeah. Plus right? you don't want to walk around like super crazy sore all the time. You got a life to live. Yeah. You, you should be able to, you know, move around and yeah. feel comfortable and do things. Right. You know, admittedly there, like Nate said, there is the, the first time soreness that the first time you start doing a workout program or whatever that that first week or two is going to be might be pretty brutal and then but getting through that and getting past that and it's like okay now we can and and realistically doing that it doesn't even really matter you know for a new program what you do or what stimulus you're going to be sore yeah like you if you never do yard work and you go pull weeds for two hours on a Sunday, the worst. You're going to be wrecked for yep. a week after that. Yep, <laughs> it's pulling weeds. No amount of 500 pound deadlifts will prepare you for bending <laughs> over and pulling weeds for 20 minutes. Yeah. Just absolutely wrecked. Yeah. Weeds will wreck you. Yeah. All right. So, and it's, it's it's a different stimulus, right? Um. So, if you're a gardener and you pull weeds all day every day, yep. probably doesn't bother you. Yep. So, some things to think about there. Pain doesn't necessarily equal a good workout, yep. and no pain doesn't mean it was a bad workout. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah, I I think we're pretty good there. There's there's so many more gym myths that could be uh, gone over and talked about. I think these things just kind of multiply by the years. Yep. Uh, the internet probably makes them worse. If you guys have any you can think of, we haven't we didn't get into today that you'd like to talk about maybe in a future episode, leave it down in the comments. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, subscribe, like, comment. I don't know what order it goes in. Say smash that like button. Smash, smash that like button down there, down there, up there. I don't know where the hell it's at. <laughs> it's down there. I don't even know people are listening to this thing at. There's no way anybody's even listening at this point. <laughs> Actually, here's what I, I would prefer, I would like to see happen at the end of these podcasts where you can comment either, you know, where do we post them to? The podcast you listen to or yep. Facebook or wherever, wherever they go. Go in there and comment and say, I listened to the whole episode. Yeah. I list, you got to this point right here that I'm talking and rambling on about nothing and kind of mention something that along that line, that way we know you made it to the end or did you listen to the first? No, no, here you go. So you have to comment with the phrase princess Consuela banana hammock in the comments. And then we know with no, no context, you don't post anything except for that word. Um, and then we'll know you've listened to the entire podcast. The entire podcast. We'll we'll throw out a uh, and if you hold on for everyone that and you cannot tell anyone about this. I it, don't don't like fast forward to the end. Tell anybody to fast forward to the end for everybody that on the Facebook post comments. Princess Consuela banana hammock. I'll do ten burpees. Okay, Ooh. the little incentive for you. Oh, ten burpees. Yeah. Nate, I'm not sure if you know this. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I think on our last podcast no. we had upwards. <laughs> upwards of upwards. ten. <laughs> 47 people listen to There me. are literally dozens of us. 47 people <laughs> could sit around to the end of that. Listen, and, 47. And that could be more than 10 burpees. Full disclosure, I listened to the first 20 minutes of the last week's podcast and I haven't finished it yet. So <laughs> if, there was, if there was a secret message at the, uh, for there, my decoder ring at the end of that, I didn't get to it. There was, but it was after the finish, there was a pause. It was like uh, a secret song. Okay. You had to listen to like five minutes after it was after over. After the credits. Yeah, yeah, there's a post-credits oh, scene. Those are the worst. Yeah. All right. So you heard it here. 10 burpees per Princess Consuela banana hammock. Right. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Throw yeah. it out there, gang. Uh, until next time. See ya. See ya.